call is now being recorded. Hello. Hey, uh, this we're back. We're back. <laughs> this is uh, okay. the Why? C2V podcast with Shorts and Aurelius. Episode six. In case six. you didn't know. Episode six. That's crazy. That's nuts. So we'll do. We're going to do hundreds of these apparently. Yes, I think we'll just endlessly do this. Although next week, I don't know what you're going to do if I'm in Reno. We'll have to talk about that as well at some point. It's not like you can't call in. That's true, but I don't know what I'm doing on that day, and I'm flying on that day, so. Right. Well, we'll figure it I out. Think it's, Maybe we'll have a yeah. special guest. Yeah, there you go. Or, like, I'll call in from the airport or, or something. or. <laughs> yeah. What day is that? Uh, on Tuesday, actually, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So how was your week? Yeah, my week was good. Uh few barbecues, and uh, I had this, uh, this facial recognition gig that I did that was about 15 minutes long, and they took some pictures of me while I was sitting in a chair, and I kind of had to look at these different... Uh, bobbles on the screen while they took different pictures of me and video of me and then uh, I should be getting a hundred bucks in the mail at some point so that's one and then I've got another gig today in in Hollywood where I'm doing a TV show uh, sort of you know um, analytics for for TV show testing huh Facebook hit me up for uh, uh, some kind of a hundred dollar Focus group thing huh. that's supposed to happen on Thursday. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go to a, like a hotel. Yeah. In a room, in a room with a bunch of people and uh, talk about um, uh, at group admins and and community standards. Wait, you're not going to go to a, a a hotel with a bunch of people and dress like clown? Gonna. Well, that's uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty bold. That's a that's a bold move right there. Yeah. To, uh, to bring up clowns already. Yeah. And I mean, I was I was going to save that for like a grand finale, but it may be better to get into, into uh, clowns right away for the benefit of uh, of people who are really into that stuff. Because they yeah, may not want to wait. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to like so, keep you know clown fetishes waiting or, you know, have people, like, craving clowns during the podcast. Right. So, <laughs> so I sent out a message to uh, our listeners to and to come up with some interesting topics that they might be interested in for us to discuss hmm. um, in either briefly or in depth, whatever. Um, so... My friend Allison Ray from Oregon, hmm. like immediately said, clown sex parties. Okay. And um, I wasn't aware of clown sex parties. Like, I mean, I suppose I was aware of it, but just kind of blocked I mean, we, out the we, idea. We'd all kind of seen like those uh, pictorials in Penthouse where they had a girl in a clown outfit. You know, once in once in a blue moon, you know, right? They have those right. kind of you know clown fetish like shoots. So we all they knew it was kind of a thing. Yeah, right. And, but I I always thought that stuff like that was probably the 
like photographers thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, I've got it. I've got an idea. Let's dress you up as a clown. And then um, yeah, uh, the young lady was probably very dubious and and scarred later on in yes. life. Yes. So, I mean, so clowns are they're for children, you know, really. Um, it's I guess the idea is to you know bring joy to to a child. I I never I'm, I've never been a real fan of clowns. They don't scare me like they do some people, but I always thought clowns were weird. Um, but they're clowns? weirder than we they're weirder than we thought. Clowns are extremely weird, and I've never liked them. In fact, in England, at, at sort of like elite birthday parties of kids, there was this special clown called Smarty Artie, and mm-hmm. he was like this one dude who went around and made a fortune doing kids' birthday parties. But I hated him. I thought he was horrible, but he seemed to be at every fucking birthday party I went to as a kid. Right, and then there's, of course, the, you know, the legacy of uh, John Wayne Gacy and his clown sure. thing, which kind of just, like, really messed up clowns, because now, even if you... They're just associated with, like, super weird, like, you know, there's that under undercurrent of, is this guy, like, a serial killer kind of a thing? Sociopathic uh, kind of behavior, yeah. It's it's a bit demented, and then, of course, it didn't help either, you know, Stephen King. Well, sure, sure. Um, so then there's, like, but I guess, you know, on the adult side of things, there's, these underground clown sex parties, like silly sex. Yeah. And um, they're like, I think they spring out of, like, the circuses. Mm. And, and then, like, the after parties turn into, like, clown orgies. Right. And, and right. that kind of makes sense because I know just from my theatrical days that um, – there was a bit of, of that kind of behavior going on between like actors and actresses. Yeah. Um, because you're still in that kind of pretend mode. Sure. And so, sure. Uh, uh, and, and it's a great way to, uh, well, it's, <laughs> it's a great way to, uh, have to avert eye contact the next morning for sure. We'll talk about method acting. That's some serious method acting. Oh, definitely. Right. Um, so I was looking some stuff up because I really wasn't that informed about clown sex parties. And um, it just seems to be like a pressure release valve kind of a thing that it's, you know, it's secret. No one knows about it. It's, it's our thing. Sure. But then there's like the predatory, like, guy who goes out and meets a woman in a bar and then takes her back home and then convinces her to do clown sex. Um, <laughs> right. Um that guy and um and then there's a there's a sex move called the Froop. Okay. That's what it's called. It involves a goat, three wise men, and exceptional timing. It's a bit intricate, I'm reading. I admit, but if you can pull it off, your life will never be the same. Tonight I'm going to a party with a couple of non clown friends. I'll leave early so that I can hit up one of those Bacchanals before bed. I haven't told my non-clown friends yet the reason I'm a clown. Part of me thinks I never will. 
Unquote. So the the poor shamed sex sex clown. Oh. Right. You know, is that part? I guess that's part of it. There's this element of, of well, first of all, you're a clown, and your friends know you're a clown, and they think that's weird to begin with. So you can't really tell them what else goes on in that world, right? Because it, right, you'd lose your real friends basically at that point. You like, and no one wants only clown friends, even clowns, right? So yeah. um Allison, there we go. Um, the underbelly of uh, clown sex parties in brief. Wow. I think uh, I, I think that's it. I can't I can't go on. I can't I can't no. further go on into the clown sex world because I I mean that's just it is what it says. Like that's it. There are clowns. And yeah. They have big orgies and and they love it, but they're not going to talk about it. Right. So we so it's that's our job and, and we just exposed this is like maybe breaking news. Yeah, we I feel like this is never sex parties. I feel like this has never been covered before. It's like Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. In big big red shoes. And and huge honking noses. <laughs> Doing the fruit. The fruit fruit. <laughs> the fruit. It's like F R O O O O O P exclamation point. Oh, the fruit. Goat. Goat. Three wise men in exceptional timing. <laughs> I like the dude who, who takes the girl back and convinces her to do some clown stuff. That's the best dude. Like, you know, you know, you, you get her back to the apartment after, you know, kind of buying her a few drinks, you know, you got right. her home. You got her in there. You've got everything going for you. And then you break out, hey, you know, I kind of like to do something a little different, you know? I kind of like, I kind of like, yeah, so, so far it is, but the, I kind of like, uh, I have this thing with uh, big feet and uh, large shoes and huge red noses and kind of like red lips, white faces. Right, the guy was talking about the smell of the grease paint and how that's a turn on in itself. Oh, God. But updates, updates. Okay. This woman is now his girlfriend. Yikes. So, right, he's going out to try to, like, give her some humiliating sex experience, but she likes it so mm. much that she's into it, mm. and now they're doing it all the, now they're doing it all the time. That's, that's it's one fucked up couple. Yeah, but it's great. I mean, it worked, or not worked. Or sure. It wasn't, yeah, now, now there's underground, underground sex parties right. with clowns. Now it's like right. clown furries or something. This is the sound of underground. Hong Kong. Meet me. Yeah. All right, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Are we... Wow, that was a nice sound. What was that? I didn't hear anything. What? Yeah, right when we said let's move on, I heard this little tone like doo doo, like it was a I, new topic time. I didn't get that. Hmm. Wow. I, I think I, uh, we're speechless. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> so the Onion, you know, the satirical newspaper. I do know it. Yeah. 
Right. Um, they they put up an infographic called Myth versus Fact, Homelessness. Okay. And, uh, and you know, it's I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be, like, funny or yeah. satirical. So the Onion looks at some of the common myths about homelessness. Uh, mm. Here we go. <clears throat> Myth. It is expensive to house the homeless. Fact. Our prison system is quite profitable. Myth. Mm. The homeless spend their money on drugs and alcohol. Fact. You also do that. Mm. Myth. People think the homeless are a bunch of drug addicts uninterested in improving their lot in life. Fact. True. Our society does lack empathy. This is the onion, right? Mm -hmm. Myth. Homeless people don't want jobs. Fact. Nobody wants a job. Right. Uh, myth. Homeless people can make hundreds of dollars a day panhandling. Fact. Almost all of that money goes to the IRS due to panhandlers' tax status as independent contractors. Whoa. <laughs> myth. The homeless epidemic disproportionately affects people of color, disabled people, and veterans. Fact. Sure, if you're going to cherry pick. Yeah. <laughs> myth. Homeless people are often mentally unstable and can be a danger to themselves and others. Fact. You're thinking of the incredibly wealthy. Yeah. Myth. The homeless community can just take care of each other. Fact. If that's what helps you sleep at night. Right. So, right. So I was like, wait a minute. Where's the satire? Right. Like There's no satire. Are like, maybe, aside from the, um, maybe aside from the, uh, the tax question. Um, yeah. These are all, like, ring very true to me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of incredible that we are dealing with, uh, you know, approximately over half a million people in the United States um, are homeless on any average night. Yeah. And, um, and there's this great misunderstanding of what that means, how people got there, what it's like to be out on the street or – Yeah. Or in a shelter or, you know, crashing on someone's couch for a week uh, without really any fixed address, because that's really what it comes down to. I mean, it's... Uh, well, I want to I want to bring yeah. something up, because uh, this kid who was out, out on the beach when Chunks was out there for a while named Vincent has come up with this brilliant idea for a non-profit. Okay. Um, he started this sort of... Um, documentary series called Dirty Kids, which is documenting documenting his life out on the street. And oh, kind yeah, of, you know, I saw that. I saw a promo about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, he's come up with an idea that he could start a place where he could buy the supplies to build backpacks for $5 and then sell those backpacks to, you know, rich people for 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. while supplying one homeless person with a backpack per every two sold. Okay. And he can actually pay the workers for their day work, too. And it would Is sort of be... the backpacks? Yeah. Interesting. It's huh. a really good idea. Sure. So 
So where does where does the rest of that money go? What like back into making backpacks and paying people? Yeah, well, well that, and then he wants to start up a drop-in center, and he wants to start up a, a small store where he can sell stuff that dirty kids find that that's expensive. You know. You know what's interesting? That's, I, I like that idea. I think to add to that idea, like kind of like what I was just re- referring to regarding having an address. Uh, yeah. Maybe that could be one of the things provided as well because it's really, really almost impossible to to get like say if you want a job like a legitimate yeah. job yeah it's almost impossible to get a job without some kind of real address because you're either you're either putting down um, like the address to like the welfare office where yeah you can quote unquote get mail but only government mail yeah. Or like general delivery, but that looks really strange too on like a job application because your uh, your area code is like five zeros. Yeah, you know, and and uh, that's like a big red flag for people who you might want to hire somebody. So having um having access to a like a permanent um like a permanent mailing address. That can also be used to as a apparent residential address. Yeah, be a, a big benefit. Um, sure. Yeah. No, I, I'll I, talk I, to him I, about I that. Yeah. Idea. Sure. Uh, huh. I mean, it's the first. It's the first idea that I've heard anyone come up with on the beach that's plausible and could make sense and could work. And he's he has enough people in his sort of community of friends because he's. He's done sort of DJ gigs and and stuff like that to where he could actually make it happen, you know? That's cool. Uh, I liked the video video I saw. It was very well done. Yeah. And uh, pretty inspirational, in fact. Like the whole tone was very, uh, very nice. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, because, you know, this whole idea of housing the homeless is like, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's not going anywhere at all, and no one has anywhere to house them, really, apparently, or, or or would they do? But no one wants anyone homeless in their community, you know, and they don't right. want a hub of homelessness. I mean, one of the things with that lot that's sitting, you know, next to Gold's Gym or opposite Gold's Gym, you know, that bus uh-huh. lot that's been empty right. forever. Like, right. they don't want to make that a homeless place because they fear that it'll become a permanent thing because there is well, no housing and there are no solutions. But the ironic thing about that is when they if they built these these uh, apartments there, the yeah. affordable housing part would be like 1000 to $1,500 an apartment. Still, yeah. Like, yeah. and that's affordable. Like, yeah. as opposed to three to $4,000 for an apartment, Anywhere right. else it's in, in, that, right. in that neighborhood, um, your average homeless guy or family, even in the area, can't afford that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like it would be useful, but the idea that there'd be a bunch of homeless people there, or 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 formerly homeless people, that's see, that's ironic too, because then they wouldn't be homeless anyway; they'd just be formerly homeless. Yeah, and. And what's the problem with that? That's really the crux of that idea that needs to be blown up. Like, if there's a homeless person 
and there's a place for that person to live, and then they move in, they're not homeless anymore. So right. what's the problem? Oh, we just don't like that person, I guess. Well, what they're what they're proposing for that lot is more a drop-in center and oh. sort of a place. And, and so, therefore, the community doesn't want it because they feel like there's no addressing of actual homelessness. You know, it's just well, a drop-in center. That, well, they do have a point. They don't want to, like, create a hub that draws people in from downtown as well. You know, the apparent count out on the street when they did consensus out here was that there was a thousand people on the street here in Venice every night. You know, that's a lot right. of people, man. It is. It is. And that number's only going to go up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only going up. It's, there's, yeah. there's no way it can go down. Like and that's a kind of an impossibility. How can, how can those numbers like ever drop? I feel like you've lucked out like with where you're at right now, man. Cause I feel like there's nothing else. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it took a lot of it took. Sure, not lot, but work. Out. Yeah, it, but but there was. I mean, there are there are literally hundreds of of places like this all over Los Angeles. Sure, sure. That people can move into with little or no money, uh, with rents ranging from. Five hundred to a thousand dollars a month. Um, there are requirements, and that comes. So with, at that point, you come to the that decision point whether or not you want to give up a particular lifestyle to do something different. Sure. Because if you don't, then you know you're not eligible. Like, and it's just like any standard, like, kind of reference check, like, that you have to go through to move into any place. Like, but the criteria is a little bit different. Yeah. Like, we don't want you stumbling drunk coming home, you know, basically. We don't, you know, we, we want, this is a place where, where people, um, aren't using and abusing drugs and alcohol. Mm. And, um, there, I mean, there, There are no um other than that there really aren't any any restrictions per se. I mean uh anybody like my stoner friend or whatever can is welcome to come over, you just can't light up here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you're gonna put somebody in danger of like relapsing and then Yeah. And then that person may, you know, through their own bad choices end up in, you know, another dark place. Well, also you've you've decided altogether that 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 is a safe zone in that area. There there are no drugs and there's no drug use, and that's just part of the the rules and agreements. So therefore, anyone coming in and doing that is a violation of that agreement. Right. And, you know, sure, because because you know out on the street, people get this idea that um, over time that that the rules don't apply particularly to them. Yeah. Um, and uh and it's it's dangerous because because of course they do that yeah. we we all societally agree on like a, kind of on a volunteer basis that these are the social guidelines that we follow and like without and it's not even about like in some authoritarian figure dictating it's it's more of an 
anarchical situation where we're all in this together and we all like collectively decide that these are the rules that we abide by. And it is different out, like say on the boardwalk. The rules yep. are different, but they still exist. Yes. Yeah. And anywhere you go, there are going to be variations on, on how it, it's acceptable to behave, but the, the, those rules do exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like the macro analogy is like kind of what Trump is doing in the world. Um, he's breaking these rules that, and putting in, in jeopardy the United States is standing in the world in a lot of ways. Like his, these other countries are looking at us and not thinking like, oh, this is like him. It, this is us. Like, yeah, our, the perception of the United States is really undergoing some uh, changes in the in the world, <clears throat> and um, we may get kicked out of the community, you know, in in yeah in a real in a real way, and <clears throat> and going back down to the individual, like if you can't abide by the particular rules of your community, you make it you make it kicked out of that community and end up you know outside. Yeah. So, so it's not necessarily luck. It's deciding to once again uh, kind of follow the rules. Because for yeah. a long time I didn't care about I didn't care about the rules, and like, and then and then slowly but surely, all these negative things started happening to me because I was in a group of, group of people that that uh, felt that that society's plan. Or, or guidelines, or however you want to put it, didn't apply. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting, and uh, you know, we say over and over and over again, well, something's got to give, but I don't, I don't know what that looks like because I don't see any clear solution. No. Uh, going forward, I really, I it's just, it's uh. It's pretty. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't even know the word to describe what that it feels like. It's kind of scary, though. It's. It's pretty. It's. It's like it's being in a train that that's out of control, going downhill, without any brakes. You know. Right. And, and so you kind of seems endless. Yes. You know, there's no apparent brick wall. No, but some, you, but, but people you, keep but talking you, about the brick wall there. though. But yeah, you know yeah, 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 right, right, right. So this right. constant like feeling of impending doom. Yes. <laughs> right. Like walking but down I, a dark, unlit hall like that you know has an end, but you don't know what's at the other end of it. But you you keep going forward, knowing that eventually this hallway will end. Yes, and and but everyone's telling you along the way as well. Like everyone in, in the doors that you're passing is going, "Oh, it's going to end." Oh, there's a wall up there, and then you keep going. There's no wall. Yeah. Right. So, and you're looking at, at the people, like, on the side going, oh, how do I get in there? Like, oh, you can't come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, no room. Seats yeah, taken. Seats taken. Right. Man. So, uh, so speaking of, uh, Endless Highways. It's Travi. It's Travi. He's doing well. Uh, I think so. I think he's doing well. And um, he got mad at me for reaching out to him a little bit. 
um, yeah. asking him to come home. Yeah. And um, and because well, part of the reason was ironically is that he was talking about some uh, like self harm, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and I felt obligated to like say, hey, you know, we're here, come home. Yeah. Um, and uh, and but I did it for a reason, you know. I wanted to like wake him up to the fact that like he he wasn't forgotten, you know. We still care about yeah. him. We're rooting for him. But if he's going through like, you know, loneliness and despair, there is a solution, and, and sure. it's not a cop out to you know turn around. Um, but uh, apparently things got uh, things got better pretty quick. He got tires, he got, and, and uh, which is obviously a necessity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's back at it. He's up in up in the mountains of Nevada now, I guess, or excuse me, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like it's amazing. I'm, like, I'm, I'm into it again. Like <laughs> I'm into the trial adventures again. I'm, I think like, really I think what he. I'm really hooked on it too. I think it's really really an interesting, compelling storyline. You know, watching this man sort of bike his way across America, you know, or whatever, you know. Two right. states so far, you know. Hey, man, that's that counts. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't do it. Fuck, I'd be done. Be done in a day. Right. right. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I I tried to get him to um, because there, uh, he asked me like what or or he put up put up a, a social media post regarding like what his goal is or or how he's doing, and I wrote like that it's. It's confusion. And yeah, he threw up a sad face, and I said, "No, no, no, not in a bad way. Like that, you're literally, you're literally all over the map, you know." Um, yeah, because he, I keep seeing signs of like him talking about don't get wrapped up in in the world's uh, dealings and and you know, like live independently, live your life without all these distractions, and then immediately. Him putting up some weird article about like the the new new the newest world order or whatever it is like yeah like okay well didn't you just say that not to get wrapped up in that and that you know social media is like conducting your brain so so take your own advice you know like really like get into it like I want to see I want to see more documentation about your journey and less about the quote unquote evil world that you're leaving. <clears throat> And because um, I think that would be really beneficial to him to to stop with uh, so much of the conspiracy t- like research and talk and, uh, and focus more on what he's what he's doing because it's, it could be really important, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, here's the thing: he's he doesn't he doesn't really like. Sorry, yeah, I had to use the restroom. Um, <laughs> I actually muted you during the uh, the noisy part. Um, <laughs> you know, life happens deal, during this. The raw deal. You're live with Hollywood. Hulk Hogan. Um, uh, no, no. Uh, the thing is with Trappy is is he sh- he does struggle with living in the now, and kind of like I mean, but yes, I agree. Like if he just focused on the journey. And documenting that, and documenting sort of what he's seeing more, 
because I'd be super interested in these little towns he's visiting. You know, what does he see there? What kind of graffiti is there? What, you know, what, where does he stay at night? What, you know, what, where do you, where, how do you survive it when you do this? You know? Right. What's he eating? You know, what's he, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because that, those, those shots of the old, um, rundown abandoned truck stuff were awesome. They were incredible. They were incredible. Like, That's right. Yeah, me Come too. On, documentarian, you know, he's right? a geographer. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, stop with the chemtrails and get on like get on your documenting. You know, this whole right. conspiracy well thing and this this whole anti-social media thing is bullshit because it's saving your butt. You know. Well, he's on. Right. A, I, I I don't like that. I don't like the fact that he's trying to bash the platform that he's on. Yeah, because because what would happen, you know, I guess if, if he's gonna he's gonna knock out his like whole foundation, like yeah, yeah. Why don't don't trash like the floor that you're standing on because that's your floor, you know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right or wrong, like all the all the uh, all the videos and the and the uh, and the points of view and philosophies, like we we know. Like we we know where he yeah. stands, you know. Like, and anybody yeah. who knows him knows where he stands on all these topics. Like, yeah, I'd rather hear about him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, too. yeah, and uh, I'm just I'm excited again about like his journey, which is cool because I was really having some doubts. I know you were. Uh, I I was pretty certain the whole time. I'm I'm sure even in the darkness, I I get where he's at and I know him. I know him well enough to know that he'll get through that regardless. You know? Exactly. Sure. All right. So, so uh, shall we do a Charlie Sheen update? Is there a Charlie Sheen update? I gave you one. What? Escape! You know, you know what that means? No. You know, you know what's coming. It's a new collaboration. Oh. It's a rapper, right? No. Oh, oh that's I don't him. know her. Him. It's oh, him. it's a him? It's a huh. it's a him. Yeah, and, and he has a song out right now called <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. And I like I don't know how Charlie Sheen is gonna fit into that, but um Yeah. Um so Sorry, get the that. update. Read it. Read at least the headline so people know what the fuck is going on. Well, you know our our fans are real big on Little Pump. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Um, he's he's legit. Yeah, he, he, sure he is. Um, you never heard his song Gucci Gang? No. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. That's the whole song. Right? Yeah. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Mm-hmm. We'll probably get a copyright notice for that. Probably. Probably get flagged. Um, okay, so here we go. Um, a little pump recruits Charlie Sheen to star in his upcoming drug addict music video. Um, huh. All right, so I'll, I can I can read some of the article here. <clears throat> Excuse me. It looks like little pump social media antics are paying off as a rising superstar was able to tap Charlie Sheen for his upcoming music video. The Gucci Gang rapper posted a clip of himself with a veteran Hollywood actor yesterday, June 7th, showing them standing next to each other on a set of Pump's drug addict visuals. 
while fans will have to wait for the finished video to drop sometime in the future to see the final product, Pump and Sheen assured viewers that they have some epic collaboration work on the way. Charlie Sheen, what are we doing right now, Pump asks. We're going to come out to make history, the actor responds. <laughs> Winning! Yeah. We're about to make, I'm about to make history. This is going to be historic. Winning! Yeah, so, uh, he's back. You can't, he's you can't back. Hold, you can't hold, uh, hold back, uh, Chuck Sheen, man. No, not even AIDS can hold Chuck Sheen back, man. I'm, I'm, I have zero AIDS in my blood. Winning. Yeah, I have, uh, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Huh? Well, he's got the Magic Johnson AIDS, I think. Um, yeah. I know for a long time it was, we were discussing the fact that he had his own Charlie Sheen brand of AIDS, but I don't know if that's accurate. He may have conducted, contracted, um, the Magic Johnson version. Ooh. Which, which yeah. shows up. Which shows up and then, and then says, fuck this, I'm out. Like, there's no point. That's, in that's being kind here. of glossing I, over it. That's kind of glossing over what happened, because what happened was really racist, actually, with the, oh. with the Magic Johnson AIDS. Really? Now, the Mag- well, the Magic Johnson AIDS got treated with the, the, like, million dollar treatment that was available for Magic Johnson, because Magic Johnson had that money. While all of right. the people in his hood who had the Magic Johnson AIDS or, and all the girls that he gave it to died. Oh, okay, okay. Or suffered, you know? Gotcha. I mean, so yeah, I, yeah, Charlie does have the Magic Johnson AIDS in that he paid for it to kind of go away, you know? Hmm, I see, I see. Interesting. As you can do well, when yeah. you have money. That right, of course. Like you can, you can move into a house. Maybe not uh, Charlie Sheen's mansion for uh, forty-three thousand dollars a month, but um, maybe, maybe we could rent that out and put a bunch of homeless people in there. It could be doable. So, like a hundred, hundred homeless people is five hundred dollars a pop. Five hundred dollars a month to get like a hundred of them, and like just move them into his his mansion. It's yeah, twelve bathrooms. Yeah, it's like, and that would no work out okay. Like, it would work perfect. Eight to ten homeless people per bathroom, like, yeah, and you know, throw like uh, ten in a room, you know. Yeah, bunk beds. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're solving the homeless problem. One winning, one room at a time. Winning. Hey, listen, um, Harvey, I know you've been talking to yourself for 15 years on the streets and pissing yourself, but I want to give you my hooker room. It's the room with the dead hookers on the wall and the shit smeared on the side of it. Winning! Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of fantastic, yeah. um, we have, uh, do we yeah. have uh, Arnie updates? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Heard, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't have this in front of me, so you may have to click it for me, because I'm on the phone and you have the tablet. Okay. Uh, sure, I it's can, something uh, to do with New Zealand and and the person from Christchurch tweeting at me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Interesting. So uh, can you have any – let's see. Here we go. Oh, so yeah. it looks like there's a, a mayor of – the mayor of Christchurch is trying to lure Arnold Schwarzenegger to New Zealand. Ooh. Christchurch Mayor Leanne Dalziel is trying to woo the Terminator to the city. Did she not legalize fucking nannies? Well, it's not to take out critics of coronation or the town hall budget blowout, but to spread awareness of the impact of climate change. Yeah, yeah. that's my no, fight. Climate that's change my is fight. a political issue. It's a health issue. It's my battle. Yeah. So he wa- she wants him to come to uh, New Zealand and spread the message of uh, of climate change. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but, I'm uh, here to I'm here to spread the message. Here's the message: the climate is changing. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, and and apparently, after the after the call was sent out, people um, asked the uh, mayor about any updates, and she was silent, didn't reply, and then people asked. Um, Schwarzenegger for comment, and he has not responded. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, radio yeah. silence. Radio silence. Keep it to keep the chopper down to the low minimum. We must fly it at ten degree altitude. Yeah. Well, he was just. You know what's weird about this is that he was just there, spreading yeah. the word about climate change, and then, and then she asked him to come back. Yeah, this is yeah. It's it's part two, there. like Terminator Two. You know, we come back. You know, the rise of the machine. You know, it's fantastic. Sure. So that's uh, that's less than interesting, but at least um, at least we do have the current Arnold Schwarzenegger update, which is really important. I think that there, sh- there should always be an Arnold Schwarzenegger update because. Just because, like, I don't really have a good reason why, but I think there should be well, it's in, an update. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's the most important time of the day for the update. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. And my head is pumping up, and I'm back in the gym, pumping the thrusting the Mexican growth hormone and the steroid into my head. I've had the quintuple, quadruple. It's it's fundable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, so we've got a, a couple more like listener topics that are kind of in in the yeah. air. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what because I I really am, I think uh, I've uh, fulfilled my requirement for uh, discussion topics this round. Um, you have you, do you have anything else? Well, I'd like to ask you about that seminar thing that came to your school. And just like oh, how they get in, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I don't remember what they were called exactly, but it was um, this whole big self-esteem um, <clears throat> kick that happened in the uh, in the eighties, um, mm. and and then there was like an appropriations bill in California that that gave this uh, this group like um, like a quarter of a million dollars over over three years. 
to yeah. go spread the word about how self-esteem is, is everything to everybody and it'll improve your grades. It'll improve everything. And so we had, I remember for, it was like a week. Um, we had this big group of people. Um, I think they were called like the all stars or something. And okay. it was just a week. Like it was just a week long of like good feeling, like you're, you're, I'm okay, you're okay seminars and clapping and, and, um, giving each other like positive affirmations. And mm. it became, and, and as kids, we were like, this is, this is bullshit. Like uh, immediately, like, yeah. this, like what, what's going on here? Um, yeah. And then it, and then it died a horrible, horrible death because, um, people started questioning whether or not this really had any meaningful impact. Like if it was like, the, if the science was real and then I think yeah. they sent the research to, I think Stanford and Berkeley and, and the results came back. I like indicating that, um, that there was really no, no effect. Like that all of this was just like hot air basically. And could yeah. even, um, could it be even be somewhat um like damaging because basically what you're doing is ignoring reality and just saying that um well if you feel better about yourself then of course everything's going to be better right exactly uh, yeah yeah i think we i think we still feel the repercussions from that that california it was and it was primarily california that, that movement um you know the idea that uh, oh, if bad things happen to you, it must be that you're like a bad person, or uh, yeah, until until the bad things happen to the person who's saying that, and then they blame everybody else. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I don't know why that came up. I I think it came up because of um, it was like it's like cultish, um, and it it was almost like a not necessarily like a troubled teen thing, but very parallel to that like um if you because that was like the beginning of really uh that stuff too in a in a large way that industry at that uh, yeah at the same time so it was like hey well what about all the self-esteem stuff kid aren't you better now oh you're still misbehaving well we're going to send you to this horrible boarding school now or right where they thought the parents thought in a lot of cases maybe that that the kids were just were gonna get more of that. Um sure but, but on amp. Mm. <laughs> you know, like like completely because it was all that was all peer to peer too. It was all like um like the students need to like affirm like each other and like yeah. you know, you're great too. Um yeah, so I, I can't stand stuff like that. It, it just uh, it's not beneficial, and, and certainly it can, be, it can be harmful. Yeah, I think it's incredibly unhealthy. Yeah, and I think it really, it's really I think reality, it's, right? And and I think it's totally cultish, and I think it stems out of something that was quite sinister, to be honest with you, in its inception. Yeah. You know, right? And clearly, and clearly, what. Go ahead. Was clearly spun as well, you know, and used for horrible things, and it's still being used, you know. Yeah, uh, this kind of came out of, um, and I think, um, 
I think even the WASP stuff came out of um, like uh, what was called the human potential movement in the uh, a bunch of hippies in the 60s, you know? Um, yeah, we're that's exactly about what the, it came out of. <clears throat> the potential, like, in all people um, and, and the development of their human potential, like that, yeah. that, that alone can uh, give you a a great quality of life with happiness, creativity, you know, that kind of stuff, just because. Not, yeah. not because you're anything that anyone's doing or that you're productive or that you have interests in, in, uh, in anything, just the fact that you're a person, so therefore you're, you're great. Yeah. Or not great. And if you're not great, we're going to like force you into being like the best human you can be. Right. You don't have a choice to be great now. Right, you're gonna you're gonna be great regardless. It's all that Tony Robbins shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, right. I know. Uh, I'm getting creeped out just by the topic. Uh, yeah, so that's what that was. Uh, that just like popped up in my head because uh, someone was talking about it. I think online a classmate of mine and how weird it was. Yeah. Because um, it just took everybody out of, like, out of, like, the normal routines of school and, and were, like, being, like, preached to by these, like, you can do it, people. Like, and, right, like, we're, right, we're right. We're doing it. Don't, don't, we got this, we're doing it. We're, we're not, like, yeah. Yeah, and the thing, the thing is, is, is when they go away, nothing changes. You go back to doing it again, you know, and, and, and you know, you're, you're still doing <laughs> right. It's not like they, they stay there the whole time just fluffing your shoulders for the rest of your life, jerking you off and making you feel good, you know? Exactly. That's not, that's not, that's not reality at all. True. True. And it's sort of like this false niceness, and, it, and, I'm sure potentially like it created targets for bullying just within those those seminars that you were doing, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just silly stuff. Shouldn't have been in your school, man. Shouldn't have been allowed in school. No, but uh but there was all the all this like uh well well it, it really was based on a bunch of lies that uh <clears throat> we'll put together in order to get money, of course, because that's right. almost always the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just a bunch of BS, but it really kind of uh, affected a whole, you know, at least like in California, a whole generation of, of kids that were exposed to this. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then if you didn't buy what, anyone, you were considered weird or. Were these sessions all day, and did they go through the entire school day? I mean, did you not yeah. have classes? So we you didn't classes, have... But every time we went outside, there were these, like, people. Oh, God, like, no. Handing out, like, like, booklets and ribbons and, and stickers. Oh, God. And yeah, and then there were these big, like, productions at, at, like, uh, at like, lunch and breaks with a stage and music and... It was just weird. It was wow, so weird. That's so strange, Marcus. But you know what's funny about it is that these people, like, like as opposed to like the pray gay, pray the gay away folks, or the you know the the real strict like 
um, we're going to control you kind of environment and we're going to fix you. It's just, these people were actually opposed to those people. Like, yeah, the other side yeah. Of the coin. Yeah. The other side of the coin where everyone was included, where everyone was cool, where everybody was great, regardless of what it was that you were about. Like, right, right. Necessarily any better. Like, yeah. But also, like, it's the breaking, it's the breaking of collective, collectivism, you know, and sort of like, you know, you're preaching individualism, but an unreal individualism. You know, right, right. We're going to be individual altogether. Like, yeah, man. exactly, exactly. How the fuck is that going to work? It, How are you going to do that? Doesn't. Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I, I think that's why it died a pretty quick death. That whole movement. Yeah. Which yeah, which was good. It should have because it kind of was exposed as. I mean, immediately people were like clowning the whole. Like, speaking of clowns, they were clowning the whole idea. We can make everything like bright. It was like great Brady Bunch, you know. Um, sure. Um, but yeah, that, that was it. it. Just kind of an, popped up as a remnant of of the past and uh, kind of kind of right. interesting. But uh, yeah, there it is. Okay. The human potential movement. Um, oh, we got something from Chunks. Okay. Uh, this will be. I think this will be great to close it out with. Um, so is this true? I is is Ronda Rousey making um, her first WWE Championship match for the title this Sunday? She is. She's got her first one, and she's going to lose, and she's going to be betrayed by someone, I believe, because that's oh. the, that's the flip. She's not ready yet to be a champion. She's never done a full match. Right. Like she did a tag match at WrestleMania. And that was kind of like she showed a few moves in that, and that was it. And then since then, they're kind of hyping this this next match with this big chick who's like a man. Oh no! Her name's her name's Nia Jax. Uh huh. And she's huge. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So interesting. All right. Well, there you go. So Chunks gets the last word on this. Uh, Hey, ask. Do me a favor. Message Chunks and ask him if what he thinks the spin is going to be on the match, like how he thinks it's going to go. See if we can get okay. like a live time thing, and we'll we'll just kind of fill for a little bit while waiting. Right. I, I'm. Uh, I'm sending the message now. Okay. Yeah. Because I think Natalia will interfere and betray Ronda Rousey, causing her to lose the title. And then it'll be a, a feud between Natalia and Ronda for a while that'll be settled at some point, leading to Ronda winning the title in WrestleMania next year. Okay. That's my thought on it. Right. He tapped in uh, a half an hour ago, so about this topic he wanted to Oh, well, he probably and, uh, won't answer live, yeah. Well, oh, maybe. Well. <clears throat> and, okay. Let's see, why not? I mean, so he's still, let's see, he's still, uh, let's see if he's still uh, active. Here. Active. Active. Yeah, winning, I'm active. I'm active. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chunks. So he seems to be doing better now that he's uh, 
back up in uh, mm. in Modesto. He looks better, that's for sure. Good. Yeah, he wasn't looking too good. No, he wasn't. He was looking uh, pretty uh, ragged. He wasn't taking good care of himself out there, but it's kind of hard to do on that sunset, you know? It sure is. It sure is. There's this whole thing that Bonin's proposed called the Bridge Home that's okay. going to give um, 100 people a spot in a homeless camp here, oh, local, okay. supposedly. All right. And then they're kind of just going to say, okay, well, we've taken care of the homeless. And oh, okay. leaving the the other nine hundred on the street. So there's this protest that's happening on the twentieth uh, outside of. I won't be here, although I said I'm going. I I am in full support of this protest. Uh, it's going to yeah. be outside of of the school on Main Street uh, on uh, Abbott Kinney. Um, oh, right. I can't remember what school that is, but it's on Westminster and Abbott Kinney. Oh, the Westminster Elementary School. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, you know who go, you know who goes there? Who? My nephew. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he that's just right. graduated from uh, kindergarten. Brixton. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool kid, man. Oh How my God, awesome! Cool yeah, it's so cool. A, Do you talk to your sister often? Uh, about once a week. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. She she's moving or <clears throat> to uh Sherman Oaks. Oh wow. She's gonna be she's gonna be my neighbor. Ooh she be like my one, neighbor. One city over. Yep. Yep. Oh here we cool, got a response. We got okay. a response from Chunks. Yeah. This, this is a great way to live Chunks on Okay. Yeah. Nice. There we go. Um let's see. Oh, he doesn't. He says he doesn't know until Sunday. He's like, he's not. uh, He's not. Let's see. Uh, Joe says, I don't know. I think Natalia is going to cash in on her during the Nia Jax match. That would make sense, actually. That would be amazing. We got a little sound bite too. Okay. Natalia's going to win the money in the bank, cash in during the Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey fucking match, and then the rivalry will begin between two good friends, Ronda Rousey and Natalia. You catch that? Yeah, that's that's probably exactly how it'll go. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. So we cool. got, like, virtual chunks. And yeah, that's so awesome. He's part of the show. The final word. Now we're oh, yeah. the show. Yeah, in fact, you're probably going to get chunks to uh, to fill in for you when you're uh, when you're. Yeah, uh, you should off. do that. You should do yeah, that. That would be great. Right, chunks take over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to end the recording now. Hold on. All right, brother. <laughs>